because the thing is while I'm sitting there doing this work I went away I'd done preparation I looked into their fight history who they fought recently how they got that method of victory looked at the fights looked at breakdowns looked at quite a few fighters breakdowns to see what they said their take to round out my opinion and to consider more points into the fight because I think the thing is where especially early on in fitness I was so worried not when I started making content but early on in my fitness journey I was so worried at being at such a certain level of that profession to even speak out about it because I didn't have the confidence to put that out there and for people not to say oh actually it's this or actually it's that and I just I felt like because I was just such a skinny kid who hated the way he looked I didn't want anyone to just be like well you look like that how am I going to take your opinion I really did feel like that early on in the in just a fitness profession because I always knew I wanted to help people even when I was like 18 and 17 I started getting into sort of fitness but like I said never had that confidence so I made sure I was well versed in that before I started putting things out out online and I was in decent nick myself but especially coming into this fighting side of things and even though I'm gonna get started very shortly on training full-time not just here and there like full-time every week um, around Christmas time so I'll be very much living and breathing it I was just in a weird situation where my interest came around COVID so I couldn't even put it to practice but I think where I was so worried in the fitness space i think what that's carried over into the fighting space is to be confident in the fact that you don't know everything for sure not but you can work hard at learning more learning different insights watching different elements of the sport i watch jujitsu competitions i watch jujitsu breakdowns speaking about different positions videos on themselves same with judo same with karate same with mixed martial arts as a whole more full-time obviously that one gets the most attention but the amount of hours i spend watching people break down fights is it's a lot of time throughout the week so i get better at it so and what that what i think i'm trying to say is i think i overcompensate sometimes in learning those things because i enjoy it because i love it because it was the same with fitness but also I just want to get to a, a quickly to a, enough of a level where people don't say, which is easy in MMA because they say, oh, you've only been watching it a couple of months or like you don't even fight or compete. So it's a very easy conversation to have in mixed martial arts because it's a very different thing. Other sports, you can sort of get away with it a lot more, a lot more. You look at football, for example, it's, um, there's no real barrier to entry. So... Yeah, but so it's a very long-winded way of just me saying when I put pen to paper like this in the shed, ooh, in the shed, and I realise how much work is going into this video. Sometimes I feel like, oh, I can just sit here and chat, and like that will shine through. But no, I don't think that's the case at all. I think I was just ignorant to the fact of. No one knows me yet. I'm not a brand. Even though I want to make a brand and it to become a brand, I'm not at the moment. And people don't have that relationship with me. And I watch people that have such a strong sense of that. I think subconsciously, 
I just assumed what, not I thought, oh, everyone receives the same intrigue and attention. Obviously not, it goes without saying, but I did think maybe there was just a bit more of a, a first to that because it was them and I've got to be out here I've got to work a lot more I've got to work harder for mine I'm talking about it I've got to do it and what I mean by that is just diversifying the content I've just been sitting here putting out videos and just whacking them out because I thought oh it's, I, I think it's alright I listened I listen to them back obviously when I edited them and I think yeah that's they're valid points they're solid points and I'm looking at my retention on my YouTube and it's not very high and I'm thinking hold up, I watch a lot of these breakdown videos and if I watch that one, I wouldn't be like, oh, it's the best, but I'd be like, mm, it's not too bad. What am I doing wrong here? Because people that get make their way through the whole video, they say, oh, really solid, should have more views, likes. My engagement's low at the start because what am I doing? I'm just talking, but no one knows me, so no one has a relationship with me. So no one even is going to bother listening. Are you joking? It's so hard because we live in a world which is just saturated with content. We have to pick of the litter. So if we aren't captivated from that first second, if we don't have an established relationship with them, we turn off. I mean, maybe we leave it on for a little bit longer, but we turn off on a whole. And there'll be some people who say, oh, no, I'll give them the time. But okay, fair enough. I'm talking about as a whole and I'm talking more about myself. I dropped a comment on someone's YouTube the other day, and it's not because I'm reluctant to it, but if I was going into something like a topic of a break, it depends what content it is, but if I was going into something longer form of content like a breakdown or a, or a podcast, for example, you rarely go into them cold and watch the full thing because ultimately sometimes you think, what, what are these fellas' credentials? What's this person done? Or how many views do they get? How many subscribers do they get? Because you use these weird subliminal metrics to just gauge these things. And this is the struggle I think a lot of people talk about in YouTube and in the YouTube community is when you've got those low numbers, that's why it's a struggle, that's why it's a hustle because that sort of is your currency. That's your social currency. The people are talking so much about, I've seen so many people give me arguments why NFTs won't work and I'm sitting here talking about exactly that. Subscribers, followers, Instagram. It's all a social currency. Now, I know people could sit back and say, well, I can monetize that. And on some platforms, you can without it just being a figure. But on other platforms, not necessarily. Like on Instagram, for example, you won't. You can have 10 million followers, but you have to monetize it your own way. I know it's a little bit different to that on YouTube. But... At, at the core of it, it is a social currency because it, even if you can dispute, oh, okay, I can make money off of that, it still doesn't change the fact that people view your status in society by those numbers, by those metrics. That is a that's a cold hard fact. So when you've got a little number next to your name, it's a struggle. People don't want to listen as much. And you know what? Fair enough. Because when you're on YouTube and you've got 90 million search results and you've typed in how to hang this door mate, I'm going on the one with the most likes, the most views. That doesn't mean it's the best video out there. Definitely not. I've been in some parts of, I was going to say I've been in some dark parts of the internet. No, I've been down some random rabbit holes of YouTube and just found someone with 100 subscribers and they explain software terms and how to do things to me in one minute. One minute. It's ridiculous. So good. But doesn't have that instant recognition. Now, that could be for a number of things. 
and it's getting back to my point of what I'm doing wrong, that number of things is, I'm sitting here writing this work and I'm thinking, I haven't done this before. I haven't gone into this much depth. I haven't got the video overlays to the content. I'm sitting there just giving cold, hard words. And that's gonna be a struggle for anyone, let alone with a non-established brand. So I think it's good that I've reflected on this. Certainly, it's a good thing that I've picked up on this. And second of all, I'm saying all of this and I haven't even released the videos. They haven't indexed better, they haven't performed better, nothing like that. But once you've been doing this a little while, sometimes you know when you get those little eureka moments and sometimes you know where you've identified a hole. Because it's that's, I think, the beauty of content creating. And I think that's why so many people get addicted to it and just loving the hustle of it. Because it is like that. It's like you're going on this... I don't know if you ever played Nintendogs when you walk the dog. And you're going for a walk and you stumble across those little presence sort of what it's like in 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 social media content world and i don't that mean that present to be a hundred thousand subscribers or anything like that but you just have those eureka moments of those little presents like ah, oh, i can change that or i need to do this or i need to make that adaptation and that can come through a number of ways it can come through looking at other people telling you what to do uh, what's good things and what's bad practice or it can just be even me my thought process was this is a big card we've got big names on it and i know this is terrible and i didn't do this meaningful it wasn't like i wanted to put out bad content unless it's a good fire not at all but it, it struck me as in islam makachev is my highest indexing video of all time all my content around him is the highest indexing and i looked into the analytics of it and i was looking into the youtube analytics last night funny enough and then I thought, oh, I need to make a good video on him. Oh, he's fighting. This. He's got the Dan Hooker fight. I'm going to make a good piece of content on that. And then I thought, this is a very big fight card. Then I've got Jan and Sandek, and I need to make sure I need to do it for that. And, oh, where's Hamza Chamayavak? Because he indexes well, and I love chatting about him. And I'm putting, I'm saying indexes well. I love talking about it all. And if you know me or listen to anything, I, I genuinely do love talking about it all. So when I say indexes well, I mean, it just appeases other people better. So I, and... You have to listen to your audience so that's exactly what i'm trying to do and when i thought i need to do that that, that and i was like oh the yan and i've got a little bit more to say about that then i thought this is what i need to be doing i'm putting out one two videos a week fight breakdowns and things and i'm not putting this effort in i'm not putting the video overlays in i'm not putting the statistics in for engagement for visual engagement visual cues I'm not doing any of that and i'm doing it for the ufc 267 Nah, I've got to change that. So I'm going to be doing that from here on out now. And that's a bit of quality control on my side. But you live and you learn. You live and you learn. And I hope to come back to this video and look back on the metrics and they have drastically changed. Yeah, because it'll be nice for me. I'm not going to sit here and say it won't. But also because I know something has taken effect. I went and watched um, someone's YouTube video recently. And he was talking about engagement, understanding it analytics sorry and the insights because that's another thing I identified that I needed to do. Understand them because I had no idea no idea whatsoever i knew the obvious ones how many people that reach like i can see numbers but it's very hard to quantify them if you've never interpreted data and you know what it's a, it's a tangent for me to go off here but i've just fin i'm going to graduate next week i mean i graduated obviously whatever a year and a half ago whatever it is now technically but to go to the graduation ceremony ceremony and i'm thinking back to my uni days and i mean i could 
go on for a long time about the sort of education side of it. Not all negative. I'm not going to sit here and say everything's bad. Not at all. But I'd done a business course and I went into the I went into the world of business pretty quickly, <laughs> and I went into a placement year and learned the stuff I was learning. Not only had moved on, literally about three years, maybe more, but it could be taught. The core of it, the core knowledge or understanding you have of it, could be taught. In, in less than a day, to the point of I went on an offsite and they taught SEO, it was SEO funny enough, and everything that we'd spent, we spent terms doing this, terms on the exam, and they, they summarized it and briefed it up to us what we needed to do, brought us up to scratch of the business sort of side of things in literally minutes, minutes, and we just was so fussed on the minutiae of projects sometimes that it, it was, specific for the sake of it being specific sometimes and there was no real practice to any of it and that's my slight criticism my point being is where are those courses in in universities content creator courses where are the 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 math side of that the quantifying of content this should be i learned about marketing for three four years and i didn't do any of this and I've left the world and it's the first thing I've done is gained valuable, valuable information in terms of, and when I say valuable information, I mean understanding metrics that can change your income by 2000%. And I know that sounds dramatic and you can put any number on that, whatever you like, but I could be earning 100 pounds a month through my YouTube, knowing little to nothing about the insights, but I could watch a five minute video on YouTube, which is pretty much what I did to be honest, very good video, and learn what the impressions meant, the click through rates man, like, but in more detail, and what I mean to that is contextualized, so what that means in the terms of YouTube, impressions means this, and it means that, and it doesn't mean this, and your reach actually means, and I won't go into the, I won't bore you with the logistics, but my point being, if you watch that video and then you drastically change all those things and you're the hub of like the core of your content is always good valuable content because that's at the forefront of everything you have to have valuable content you can do everything in the world but if you've not got quality content then that needs to be addressed first but if you've got quality content and it doesn't have that outreach and you make that change you could literally go from make up whatever number you like 500 to a million and it sounds ridiculous but it really is not ridiculous whatsoever and that's the that's the cold hard facts and i'd have loved to have been at uni and my marketing courses and okay so we're going to have a look at social media marketing today exactly what we did and instead of looking into things that generally i've never utilized and it was and then we would sort of spread it thin and you'd be on the surface level sometimes of things which I know contradicts a little bit what I said to earlier, but that was my point. Sometimes it was one extreme or the other. And if we went in social media marketing and I was like, this is how we're going to look at how to break down analytics and what insights mean and how to manipulate them and what we're actually looking to achieve and what that can mean in this contextual platform of this or this or this, it would have been a lot more helpful is the point I'm getting at. So, I started off opening up this video to be honest because I was just speak I usually speak out loud to myself before I get on camera just to warm up my vocal cords a little bit to be honest because sometimes I'm just upstairs typing away 
and then I realised I haven't spoke to like anyone or anything in in fourteen hours or something. So it sounds a bit ridiculous, but sometimes I just have a conversation with myself. Um, I'm less nuts than I'm making that sound, to be honest. I usually start with what sort of intro I'm going to go with and then I just sort of break out into I just fully say a video and I'm never going to repeat those words because I've completely freestyled it but my point being is I'm just getting comfortable on the topic so yeah it started off with me doing that and then I was just writing and just brainstorming as I was doing it I wasn't doing some like powerful look away some artistic feature no it was just me looking at my page and sort of thinking aloud I didn't really know what I was going to do with this content and then I thought I'll flip it into a YouTube and I'll put the video on and I'll actually look at the camera and speak and not look like a weirdo. Because exactly what I've done. So I don't really know what the purpose of this was, to be honest. I've covered so many topics and I had no idea where I was going to go with that conversation at any given point of it. So, yeah. 267. Oh, yeah. Analytics of 267 and a little bit of thought process behind that as well. So, yeah. Take care. Peace.